2: Everything I learned from movies
1: helps to make life a little bit groovy with the one last black holes a gratuitous boot It's time to get busy with your friend Steven Izzy. Chinese cop in town. He's beginning to annoy me. Yeah, I think he should meet with a slight accident. Jimmy Wong Yu is the man from Hong Kong. George Lazenby is Jack Wilton. Gunrunner, dope peddler, ruthless czar of international evil shit provoke him at your peril I want that lunatic stopped nothing stands in his way for long nobody's safe from the man from Hong Kong
0: yeah ladies and gentlemen i'm steve and i'm izzy and this is everything, everything I, learned I learned from movies. movies and tonight oh tonight
2: oh, we are continuing well i guess lie, even though oh spoilers Yay! there's no ninjas in this movie there's plenty
0: of karate <laughs> and jujitsu no not jujitsu uh kung fu
2: that's right uh but it's 1975's the man from hong kong
0: <laughs> i'm so excited we're finally doing this movie Steve. right <laughs>
2: that's really it. Yeah. like i put it on the list and then i was like re- thinking about it, like there's no ninjas in this is there yeah, who cares <laughs> it's, our, it's our podcast we do what we want
0: since we interviewed brian trenchard smith and ordered the special edition i've been wanting you to do this movie
2: oh and the four or five others that come along with it but yes. for this one babe Steve. We can do this alone. What? That's right. We have a special guest with us. We have uh Richard from the I Think Therefore I Fan podcast. Welcome. Thank you. Hello.
3: Um, yeah. I feel like you should be um more emotive. So woo! And, uh, <laughs> don't
0: don't feel like you have to keep up with our energy.
3: <laughs> I, I, I'm working on the I think therefore I fan song. I think therefore I fan. Um, just to you know go through everything I learned from the movie song.
2: Yeah. That's all there going. Uh since it's your first time here on the podcast
3: with us, uh, t- tell us about your podcast. Um so uh, my wife and I do this together. Um she's a philosophy professor at Utah State and I I'm a professor at Weber State, um also philosophy. And we've um you know over the last couple of decades um edited a lot of um pop culture and philosophy books and these sort of famous um, series that, that have been out. So um, we started the podcast to um, talk about that. I guess primarily I think of it as a resource for our students um, so they can go in if we're talking about free well in class, they can listen to the podcast, have it applied to you know, some television show or movie or you know, a play or a book or something that they might've encountered. And then it, um, you know, maybe makes the material a little more accessible. Um, but I, I don't know how many of our students tune in. It, it seems like we've got a good listenership or, um, you know, a good number of people that, that download um, each episode. Um, and most of them aren't from this area. So um, it's it's just there for whoever wants it.
2: No, you just got to make it required reading or whatever. That's all, <laughs> you know.
3: Per, per yeah, the you know, they, they've got these funny rules about doing that. If, you know, if you're making a little money doing it and you require the students to read something you wrote or listen to a podcast or some such um, the university wants a kickback. So,
2: Oh, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Well, in that case, uh, tell them to listen to everything I learned from movies and we'll tell them. To check out <laughs> I think therefore I fan. There you go. i streaming on the, all the major the, podcasts. In particular. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, take that, Weaver State. Ha. <laughs> <laughs> You're not getting any, any of uh Damien Lillard's contract either. So <laughs> Right, <laughs> right. oh uh, babe, I don't know about you. I'm a little
0: thirsty. I'm a little sober. So oh. let's fix this. Oh, well, in that case, uh,
2: ooh, we got this little treat we brought from our uh our trip across the Midwest <gasps> from Millersburg Brewing Company in Millersburg, Ohio. We have the Nuthouse Peanut Butter Porter.
4: Ooh. Nice. Uh,
2: and it says 6.10% alcohol by volume. Oh, probably 610 is the area code or something. Okay. Okay. Uh, Brewed and canned in Millersburg, Ohio. So no other description. Just a lot of warnings about uh, drinking alcohol and <laughs> operating machinery while pregnant. Uh, so,
3: Matop. top. Stop. Oh, nice. Ooh, we'll film I'll just, just have my... Utah liquor store fat tire ale because that, that was what was. There, the
0: yeah. Ooh, we love some but fat tire.
3: Not that exciting and
0: A very exciting. Oh, very good. Yeah, it's
3: fantastic. Have
0: there. you ever been to the fat tire brewing facility?
3: The New Belgium. Belgium? No, but I'm, I'm focused on the 5% alcohol content. <laughs> <laughs> the not exciting part. Nice. Well, the poor. Make I sure
0: don't spill here. This is super full. Yeah, there we go.
3: But later, Ooh. I'll have a, a Voodoo Ranger, you know, also New Belgium. Ooh. Nice. That's a little more exciting.
0: We got our pour in. Ooh. This is a pitch black beer. Uh, light almost does not pass through this. Ooh, we have yeah. a beautiful, like basically brown-colored foamy head with lots of medium-sized bubbles dissipating quickly.
2: Medium-sized bubbles dissipating quickly. It smells yeah, it's like chocolate.
0: peanut butter just yeah. right on the nose. Yeah,
2: it smells like a Reese's.
0: It does. It totally smells like a Reese's. And I know you
3: guys have songs for the beers and your your show. I'm Oh I'm
4: yeah.
3: Sure. yeah. They'll, they'll pop up throughout. We uh are lapping me here. It's it's, it's a well, But
2: we lack like in quality, we make up in quantity.
0: <laughs> That's true.
2: <laughs> there you go.
0: Yes, yeah, Steve's going in for mm. the sip.
2: Yeah, for his um like chocolatey and uh kind of almost sweet, you like the aroma. Is, yeah, it's really dry and uh just very dry. Nice, you drink. get like
0: that nice uh, hot bitterness on the end, so it tastes really clean.
2: Because
0: mm. sometimes, like the peanut butter beers, can be like cloyingly sweet. Yeah, but this is like not that at all. Yeah, delightful. Highly recommend Nut House Ale
3: mm-hmm.
0: or Nut House Porter.
3: Nut House Porter at uh, Miller Miller'sburg Brewing.
2: Yeah, there
3: we go. And this this is something that you can't obtain in Utah, but if you're passing through. Wherever you said it was from, that's that's what's yeah, available. Yeah, I think we got it in uh in Columbus at the the North Market.
2: There yeah, the old North
0: Market. We <clears throat> uh, we did a Midwest podcasting road and beer podcasting and beer road trip actually recently. Yeah. And uh brought a few beers back with us. Not right. as many as I thought. We drank most of the
3: yeah, <laughs> well, yeah, <those> last <laughs> some advice. I'm gonna be in Greencastle, Indiana in a couple of weeks, Ooh. which is you know, maybe 40 miles um, south of Indianapolis what what's what's my best bet for a local beer there Ooh, in indianapolis Ooh, man.
0: i've never been to indianapolis yeah
2: i've only been to like uh yeah have i
0: been to indianapolis i, man, I know, know
2: i've been to the airport that doesn't really count though, <laughs>
0: right <laughs> i don't know you're going to territory we don't know uh what we would recommend is find a local nano brewery something really small and uh go check it out
3: Let's see what they have yep
0: that yeah would
3: probably be the plan
0: excellent
3: Uh, So yeah, 1975's The Man from Hong Kong. Uh, Richard, was this your first time watching this? It was, yeah. It was was fun. I watched it this afternoon. Excellent.
0: Uh, How about you, babe? This is not my first time watching this. (laughs) (laughs) I love this movie. Spoilers.
2: Yeah, this was uh, brought to our attention by a friend of the podcast, Brian Trenchard Smith, when we were... was it like right before? I don't know. It was around the time um, we got the interview. No,
0: it, uh, we read about it, but we couldn't get it. And it was during the interview where he told us the only way to get it oh, was yes. to order this special edition yeah, at, at that particular time. So about a year ago.
2: Oh, no, it was just about three years ago
0: oh really yeah Fest. oh yeah okay yeah, so, so yeah right so on. about two years ago at that time the only way to watch man from hong kong which he considers his best movie and so of course we had to get it because also we wanted to see stunt rock which is also on this <laughs> dvd and we will get to later that's right
2: uh. <laughs> so yeah from uh, from writer director brian trenchard smith a uh, friend of the podcast by his book by the way adventures in the b movie trade it's uh, yes. like six seven hundred pages
0: Uh, 20 bucks
2: most places, just a lot of interesting stuff coming up in like Australian television and making 40 plus movies uh over over like five or six decades. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty impressive. Uh, but yeah, incredible TV career, uh, some stunt documentaries. Uh this was actually his feature debut as a filmmaker. Uh but he followed that up with Death Cheaters, Stunt Rock, both available on uh on the same Blu-ray. Uh, Days yeah. of the Assassin, Turkey Shoot, BMX Bandits, The Quest, not the Jean Claude Van Damme one, the one with uh, the kid from ET, uh, Dead End Drive In, 12 episodes of Tarzan, Five of Silk Stockings, Night of the Demons 2, Leprechaun 3 and 4 Leprechaun in Space, <laughs> uh, Tyrannosaurus Azteca, Porky's Pimp and Pee Wee, Absolute Deception, and most recently, Drive Hard, starring John Cusack and friend of the podcast, Thomas Jane. Which we also saw and still pretty good, yeah, like 20, 2012, I think, when that came out. Yeah. Uh, and allegedly co-director Jimmy Wang Yu, who also stars in this movie,
4: oh. um,
2: as he did in 80-plus movies. But he directed The Hammer of God, Beach of the War Gods, The One-Armed Boxer, The Dragon Squad, One-Armed Swordsman, Master of the Flying Guillotine, The Savage Killers, and Return of the Chinese Boxer. And he actually just passed away this last April.
4: Oh, no. Yeah,
2: yeah so RIP. But uh, he uh, stars in this movie, Jimmy Wang Yu does, as Detective Fong Sing Ling.
0: But they call him Fong for a lot of it.
2: Yeah, Fong or Ling or, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Uh, but also starring in this movie, the best James Bond, George Lazenby Woo! as
3: Jack Wilton. <laughs> just in case people thought George Lazenby never did anything again, right? Um, yeah. The Secret Service. Here he, here he is in this.
2: Yeah, yeah, he he pops up in random things, and it's like good for you, dude. Yeah. <laughs>
0: right? I feel like after being James Bond, he just took roles he wanted to have fun with. Yeah, having having seen some of them with Steve. Yeah,
3: <laughs> yeah, at least the ones we've seen. Uh, but yeah, Roger yeah, Ward won. having his career and and having the James Bond film be the one that he took the beating over, right? Um, yeah, well,
2: well, it's the only one. Uh, he's the only James Bond that uh, they were all bangers. Yeah, <laughs> uh, but yeah roger ward stars this movie hugh keys burn also known as the morton joe uh rosalind spears grant page the super stuntman uh sam o. hung shows up briefly uh brand smith himself pops up in this movie yeah uh rebecca gilling yeah just a just a star-studded affair for 70s australian movies oh but we start off Oh, yeah, that's right. We start, we start off with uh, a sunrise at the one hill in all of Australia, as I have written down, <laughs> but apparently it's, uh, yeah, it's the, was it Uluru or Ayers Rock? Ayers Rock, also
4: Ayers known Ayers as Uluru.
2: Yeah. yeah. This is this beautiful, uh, it, it's a hill. Like it's, it's, it, you know, it, you know, Compared to Utah, almost everything's a hill, but
0: <laughs> it's a big mesa.
2: Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. It's this big, beautiful mesa in the middle of you know the outback or whatever, and uh, you see this guy. He's like in his car, and he's just got this little Conair zip-up suitcase or whatever uh, that's filled with money and a gun. And I'm like, all right, Conair, I like where this is going. And then this tour bus pulls up or is, is like pulling up, and you see that there's uh, the this very young Samo Hung. Like, I, I don't know if you guys watched uh, martial law back in the late 90s, the TV show that made Samo Hung kind of a, a, an American thing. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But uh, uh yeah, 25 years earlier he, he's in this movie. Uh but he's he's looking nervous and he has the like exact same looking Conair suitcase.
0: Yeah, like Con Air, you hacks. That's right. Uh
2: and then we see them like. You know, he gets off the tour bus and the other guy like walks out of his car and they like sit on a bench next to each other. And there's some guy just taking photos of them, like switching suitcases or they're, they're like looking at each other's cameras or something like I, I was like, OK, cool, whatever. And then uh, and then the choppers start coming in and all these other cars and stuff. And they're like, get on the ground. And uh, the one guy hops back in his car and just drives the fuck off. While uh, Sam O'Hung just starts running up the rock.
4: Yeah. <laughs>
2: Being chased by this other guy that was on
3: the tour bus looking like uh, Mick
2: Dundee or whatever. <laughs>
3: just... <laughs> Funny you should mention that, right? Because the tour bus driver was the spitting image of, of Paul Hogan. I actually... Yeah. Oh, okay. What? Yeah. I, I had to look it up to see that he wasn't in the film. I thought, wow, that's a, a young, um, you know, Croc Dundee driving the bus. But, but it wasn't. <laughs> yeah.
2: Or what? What was his buddy's name? The 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 friend in uh, Crocodile Dundee is what this guy the the detective here kind of looked like to me. Like it was the same like blue bla- uh, vest and all that, and the same hat and yeah. But that's yeah,
3: the the dope the hapless old guy, right? Um, yeah, yeah, exactly. I forget the character's name. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, I thought it was Mick, but yeah, I guess Mick is the
2: uh, Mick is is Crock- the titular Croc Dundee. Yeah,
3: <laughs> I wanted I mean, to say Paul,
2: right? The, yeah, pull sounds good. No. Exactly. <laughs> but uh, yeah, yeah. So they're uh, you know one guy's chasing Samo, hung up the rock, uh, and I don't know, it's pretty cool. Like like they're actually doing like fighting on this like I don't know very steep like cliff face, and so like you know, they get knocked back and roll down a little bit, and then get up and start chasing after them And there's this like little chain rail that they're like pulling themselves up with towards the end when it gets really steep and. You know it, it looks exhausting, I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> yeah, meanwhile, the, the chopper is like chasing the, the car driving away, and the car's like, I don't know, purposely finding puddles to hit and like right. slow itself down or something. And then, uh, I don't know, it's like trying to fire up at the chopper, and the chopper's just like, Yeah, it, I know it's a blank or something, <laughs> you know, like I'm not even gonna move to the other side where you can't shoot me. But then uh, this this car finds like the
3: one rock in the road <laughs> to hit it and like do a flip. Whee, shoo, ramp purposely designed to flip the car, and then the, I'm watching the car angle towards it. It's like, yep, drive up that little ramp that'll that'll get you rolled right over. Exactly.
2: <laughs> it's like it's the one thing in the road in like all of Australia. Yeah.
3: <laughs> yeah but, there were well, basically two things in that whole region of Australia. Right, the the big rock. That they were on, and then the, the little rock ramp in the road, and now the yeah. Exactly. Oh, and, and when
2: and when the car explodes, my favorite thing about it is uh we, There's also a documentary about it or whatever on the uh, Blu-ray, but you see like the car door come flying at the camera, like it's a like it's a, a 3D movie or something, and they're like, "Yeah, that wasn't planned. Obviously, it just got really close to the camera." <laughs> but yeah, that's pretty sweet um but anyway uh yeah eventually uh you know they at the up at the top of mountain they're still fighting uh you know dundee and Samo hung but uh eventually he gets the better of them but whatever take him back down and then they're like he like tastes the heroin that was in like one of the bags and i'm like what if it's anthrax guys i i know this isn't a thing that cops do why is it in all the movies anthrax
0: isn't a problem until like 2002
2: it could be okay uh, as asbestos uh
0: dangerous yet steve it's the 70s everything uh, is safe aids hasn't even been invented yet
3: <laughs> oh hopefully it's cocaine you, you guys aren't from the 70s are you no, <laughs> no. <laughs> no. um no, no, nothing was safe back then it's like poison in our drinking water I, I you know i was from the 60s and and 70s um yeah it could have been any number of bad things
2: all right i'm sorry richard uh, with your expertise is this how you taste your heroin you just uh, you dip your finger in it
0: and
3: r- rub a little on your gums and see what happens if, if i'm pretty sure that it's heroin yes <laughs> um if not i give a little to the dog and see what happens
2: <laughs> yeah if it, if it ends up being powdered sugar or something it's like all right i'm a little disappointed if it's some sort of like i don't know spackle compound or whatever then yeah really disappointed. <laughs> i don't know why they were transporting in suitcases like this it doesn't seem effective but uh, but yeah uh so they're like hey who who sent you who uh you know who's who's behind this and Samo hung's just you know not answering anything like uh oh, no speaking english huh all right we've got an answer for that cut to this hong kong firing range across the world where you know we see the star of our film like just busting a couple caps <laughs> And then we get the uh, the title song of this movie. Richard, how catchy is this tune?
1: You blowed it all sky high by telling me a lie without a reason why you blowed it all sky high. You
3: blowed it all sky high. I'm very catchy. Were you familiar with the song before? Not before watching this movie, <laughs> so so this was this was a pretty big hit, right? In in '75, um, and I wasn't expecting it. So the movie comes on, you know, and they go to the the song, and I'm like, "Holy crap!" It's Jigsaw doing Sky High, yeah. Um, you know, and they, they were one of these sort of quintessential, you know, glam rock bands that thought there was more money in sounding a little disco-y, right? And um, it it turns out I did a little research on it. That they actually composed the song for the movie, um, which I, I wasn't aware of. But yeah, this this was their their biggest hit. So uh, extremely catchy pop song. With nice. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I have the, uh, in my fun facts here. It Looks up. like it went to
3: to number three on the U.S. charts in '75.
2: Yeah, that's pretty high.
3: Yeah, and it, it was on classic rock radio for you know another twenty years after that. You, you don't hear it that often anymore. But um, perfect perfect song for this movie. Um, yeah. i was also noticing that um, there wasn't much of a soundtrack. Uh, you know, it, it seemed kind of sparse. Um, but in the the first scene, you know, they're the going up the big rock, um, chasing the guy and the guy in the car with the helicopter and all that. Um, they had some sort of incredible, kind of generic '70s funk music going. Yeah, and I was thinking, man, this you know, once they played Sky High, it's like this is gonna have a kicking soundtrack. <laughs> and it's okay, right? The song comes up a little later is really fun too But um, yeah, it, off, it was off to a very good start
2: Yeah oh, and, and we and uh, It goes perfectly with the song Because we see like someone uh, hang gliding Like over the city of Hong Kong and stuff too <laughs> And there's like this little Montage of like these uh, I, I, I don't know the our, our star whooping on some soldiers In shorts And <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. running around with AK-47s and high boots Like <laughs> yeah Yeah. it's quite the outfit those hong
3: kong police have
0: yeah right
3: was he supposed to be the the nearest person to australia that could translate chinese is that i is that why they needed him i i guess yeah the the closest detective that could speak mandarin or
2: something or (laughs) Cantonese or uh, whichever it is yeah yeah i I guess but you know it's an excuse (laughs) to get the man from hong kong to australia because that's what's important oh and okay so there's some pretty decent fight scenes in this movie but uh when he's fighting the recruits or whatever and he's just kind of like standing there and like i don't know steven Sagallingham them like all over the place <laughs> like
0: he sh- he- he's training them. <laughs>
2: yes i don't know but uh yeah so then uh then this glider that's over the city starts coming down right in the middle of police headquarters you know where all the troops and stuff are training and crashes and it's like Oh, what are you doing here? Oh, it's a woman. Hi, I'm Carolyn Thorne. Could you, could you help me get out of here? I seem to have landed somewhere I didn't mean to. I don't know. <laughs> and uh, yeah, he introduces himself as like, you know, I'm a lead inspector of the Hong Kong special branch. and He's like, oh, that's great. I'm a journalist from Australia. And he's like, that's cool. Come with me. I'll escort you back to your hotel. And then he like takes her to like an overlook of <laughs> Hong Kong. <laughs> I'm like, that's not where her hotel is. I guarantee you. Oh, <laughs> and uh, that's where
0: she's gonna be staying. Uh, <laughs>
2: yeah, they get, yeah, they get some whole. Uh, I don't know. She says something about like, oh yeah, your city's perfect for hang gliding, except it's also like some of the worst pollution in the world or whatever. And I'm like, all right. <laughs> and then it's like, so what's so special about Hong Kong Special Branch? Cut straight to Pound Town. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> uh richard what did what, you think about the um the the pure raw sexual charisma of our of our lead
3: actor um you know it, he was irresistible um and and i thought he was perfect for the part because those are classic 70s boobs yeah uh, <laughs> where tan except for some bikini top that's like a you know jane russell cover. Three people's breast size bra. Um, so, yeah, we do
2: get a little bit of boobs in this they were, part. They, they were well
3: suited. <laughs> yeah,
2: and I love how like after. Okay, also I noticed in this scene. I, I don't know if you watched this on Blu-ray or what, but uh, there is a lot of glistening sweat on both of them.
0: <laughs> oh, oh, it looked like they'd been like misted with a like a hose. <laughs>
2: yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But then, yeah but so then she's like so do i get my kite back so i can go gliding <laughs> um and he's like well I, I guess we can kind of arrange for that but uh i'm actually going to be meeting up with you and cindy later because you know i i've got this new mission that i'm going to be a part of like oh that's great uh. and
3: you just know that the hang glider is going to come in handy all right um, yeah <laughs> how fortuitous is this early in the film right uh what are the odds you find someone that lives in the town you're going to um that that can hang glide
2: yeah so then we cut to i guess the uh sydney airport where we have uh you know mr dundee uh we we find out his name is taylor yeah taylor and gross are the two uh the two australian detectives that are meeting ling um and gross is played by uh hugh Hugh keys burn who most people know from the mad max uh movies he was the the main baddie in the first one and uh morton joe and fury road what 40 years later 30 years later <laughs> but uh but a re- re- really decent australian actor like he's got actually quite the career over in australia but yeah check him out he's a uh, he's the the
3: wild-haired one <laughs> by the way the, the character from crocodile Dundee that we were trying to remember is is walter walter was nick Dundee, ah. um good friend oh yeah. that's right walter yeah <laughs> Yeah, so uh,
2: so they meet up with Ling and they're basically like, well hey why don't uh, why don't we take it? Why, how would you like some tea? So they take him for tea like at the opera house and I don't know they start talking about the case or whatever like oh yeah here's uh, the profile Samo hung. he's like a you know the top courier for the, the big boss guy that we hear you want but you know we want him too so you know don't go thinking you're gonna get all the credit. And so they take him to see Sam Ohung. And uh, at first, it looks like they have him in a in like a zoo pen, like where you would keep right. a leopard or something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like it, like it's outdoor and just like you know brick and bars or whatever, like outside. And they're like, "All right, we'll take him to the interrogation room. <laughs> like I need to talk to him alone." And. Uh... <laughs> I don't know. They they start speaking Chinese uh back and forth, and you know, like, do you know who I am? Like, yeah, you're a pig, just like everybody everybody else here. Um long <laughs> story sh- you
4: can kick your ass. <laughs> yeah.
2: Yeah. Long story short, they start getting into a fight and he starts whooping them in this like, you know, six by ten room or whatever. And uh Taylor and Gross, they I guess went to go play some pool and uh get a beer or two, even though they're not really playing pool they're just kind of hitting random balls with the the pool cue i don't know (laughs) but uh yeah this fight's going on and you know uh, eventually uh lean gets samo hung and starts toilet boarding him by like holding his head in the water in the toilet (laughs) like tell me tell me who he is tell me what i want to know like his name's wilton wilton Yeah, he's like, who, who's this Wilton guy? He's like, oh, mate, you don't want to mess with him. He runs everything around here. He's a big, uh, I don't know, industrialist and he's got political pull. Uh, I don't know. What, what, what was his business?
0: Oh, oh uh, import import, and import and
2: export. That's import, right. That's mostly right.
0: import, though.
2: Yeah, that's right. <laughs> But yeah, basically they're like, all right, cool. Well, you came here just to get extradition for this guy. So we're going to send you and him back to China and we'll take care of Wilton our way, blah, blah, blah. I was like, all right, cool, whatever. So they're taking him to the courthouse (laughs) and we see a sniper setting up like, okay, I know where this is going. (laughs) And uh, like Gross and Taylor, they're like both handcuffed to Sam Ohung. (laughs)
3: Really ill-conceived plan, right? (laughs) Yeah. Getting all out of the car, right? So gross slides out, yanks um, the the you know, the um, first they've arrested um, with him, and then yeah, you know, he drags Taylor out, and they all kind of fall on each other. And he yeah. pops, it pop pop pops.
2: Sam gets shot in the chest, and of course, because he's they're like handcuffed to him, he's like weighing him down, like, wait, do you see him? Do you see the sniper? And uh. Uh, Ling, he like sees him across the way on top of the roof and starts running towards him. And the next, I don't know, 10 minutes of this movie is this incredible chase of Ling chasing, well, we know him as stuntman Grant Page. who's playing the sniper here because we've seen all the other movies on this Blu-ray and he's like... <laughs> I, I don't know, just just an amazing stuff. Him guy.
0: and Brian Trenchard Smith made what, like a hundred movies together or something oh, insane? Like ten,
2: uh, or may, maybe more. Yeah, so, uh, like like yeah.
0: They made like a lot of movies. Yeah,
2: together. yeah, yeah. But there's just a lot of stunt movies where where Grant's the star and stuff. And uh, but yeah, chasing him through the streets. Like there's a whole thing where I don't know. He like runs into this guy with a box of oranges and <laughs> throws these oranges all over the sally. Uh, there's another one where there's like the, a painter on a ladder and it like, you know, knocks the ladder. So it's like straight up, and then he falls and the paint falls and all that. They're, they're like dodging cars. Like there's this one scene where Ling like flips, like rolls like over the top of the hood of a car as another car is coming in the other direction. And like, has to like jump back before that car hits him. And I'm like, I, I hope that was planned that way. Cause it really didn't look that way. <laughs> I don't know. It's pretty intense, but, um, Oh yeah, and uh, Grant Page like jumps on a motorcycle and starts revving it up and charging at uh, at Ling, but then Ling just like does a drop kick and like kicks him off of it. <laughs> and then uh, and then we get into this kitchen.
0: Oh, this is like the best fight.
2: Yeah, this kitchen fight's pretty awesome. It's
0: this, this is right up there with uh, sudden death as far as kitchen fights go.
2: Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Except one of them's not in a Penguin's mascot outfit. <laughs> or... But yeah, they're fighting, they're throwing mm-hmm. pots and pans and knives and all meat hooks and all kinds of shit. And uh oh yeah, the grand Grant Page at one point like starts choking uh choking him out with the phone cord and like <laughs> you you see like his eyes start rolling back, like he's like oh, and th- but then how does he get out of it, babe?
0: How does he get out of it? Oh yes, uh the nut nut punch. Is that why we had the nut house porter? That's right. (laughs) Uh, So at this point, I was like, oh, yeah, that's right. Watching the documentary, didn't we find out one of the fun facts that uh, Lee would refuse to do stunt punches, only did real punches? Yeah. And that's why only a handful of people who, like, aren't just fellow martial artists, like, do one-on-one fights with him?
2: Yeah. Yeah. Apparently, he doesn't hold back. Like, I, I don't hold back. I'm not trained that way. And so it was, like, always... Yeah, stuntmen like, really taking hits and stuff for the most part. And, I mean, it looks good on camera. I'll I'll give it that. Right? Yeah. (laughs) Uh, What happens to Romain? Oh, yeah. So then, (laughs) at this point, I've written down, like, oh, man, there's a giant rip in the back of the ass of his pants. (laughs) Oh, yeah. (laughs) But, uh, yeah, this fight starts overflowing, and it goes into the front of the restaurant. So there's all these people and tables, and, (laughs) you know, guys getting thrown. Ah, into walls, ah, throwing knives and just what whatever's around
3: and 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 the other people in the restaurant are all screaming the whole time, but none of them are leaving. it's very weird. Like one or two of them even like like try grabbing the stunt
2: guy and he like elbows him and then like drop kicks him into a wall or something. Get away
4: from me.
0: He he gets drop kicked into a crowd of other people. Yeah. (laughs) Like part of me was like is this a real restaurant they stumbled into? some of these people don't look like they know they're in a movie <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah. Oh, and then they like break like the champagne bottles and uh, Ling gets like cut in the leg and i'm like ooh that I hope that's not too deep and like I'm ephemeral or whatever right? that'll uh that'll make this a really quick movie but uh <laughs> but eventually uh the uh, Grant page he ends up getting like bottle slapped and thrown into a fish tank and uh he basically just you know rolls out of that dead and it's like all right, that was a that was a great like ten minute fight scene, and of course, so Ling starts going through his wallet and notices like this little forearm tattoo of a dragon. Uh, but he finds a couple a uh, couple business cards in the in his wallet. One says, "Uh, you know, I, I, we find out his name was like Jack Jack something uh, Martial Arts Center, uh, lead instructor or something like that." <laughs> and the other one is for the body shop. And,
0: yeah
2: and it's a it's a fantastic logo i guess they've got on there a lot of
0: <laughs>
2: a lot of boobs and other know, parts it's,
0: uh, it, it's they're <laughs> advertising their goods and wares
2: yeah yeah exactly <laughs> body shop huh? i got that over there uh so yeah after this uh altercation ling meets up with uh taylor and gross again he's like hey i'd like to meet this uh wilton guy since you know he apparently runs all this stuff and like i don't know mate he's uh <laughs> (laughs) (laughs) what what is it he's like uh he's a pretty bad dude we then cut to see george Lazenby with a mustache and uh like just fighting a bunch of dudes in a dojo
3: (laughs) and uh yeah pretty sweet (laughs) mustache at that right a total porn stash oh yeah all over under his nose
2: yeah, I, I remember the first time watching it, I was like, I wonder when Lazenby is going to come up. And I didn't, it didn't hit me until I like looked at the chin and I was like, yeah. that's a Lazenby chin
3: right what? there. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, um, we glossed over the worst joke of the, the movie. Oh. <laughs> so you know, it's right at the end of the fight and Taylor and Gross are finally arriving. Um, and Taylor says, Yeah, well, where do you think he went? And Gross says, Probably having lunch, right, as they go into the, Uh, Destroy the restaurant. Yeah. (laughs) Uh,
2: I I don't know. There's a lot of bad jokes in this movie (laughs) that are going to be coming up. So, (laughs) but that's definitely a contender. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, But, uh, so yeah, it is eventually they go to see, uh, you know, they go to like Wilton's office building and basically they can blow down like, oh yeah, yeah. His office is up on the 16th floor, but, uh, apparently he lives up on the 17th and uh you know no nobody ever really sees him unless he wants them to blah 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 okay cool and so they go up and uh, i don't know his lawyer or his secretary i don't know what he's supposed to be or whatever is there like can i ahead help you like yes you'd like to see mr wilton if he's not too busy like oh, i'm sorry you could probably schedule something for next week and then ling just like beats down a bodyguard and kicks his way into his office
4: yeah
2: <laughs> but uh but he's not there and so you know security comes in and escorts him out and i'm like all right, a little, little leniency with the law and stuff. All right, we'll just, I don't know. <laughs> a lot of it's, it's gonna get worse with that kind of stuff later. And uh, Gross, he's sees like, oh, you can't do that, mate. This is Australia. <laughs> and uh, the hero of our story goes, hey, don't give me any shit.
4: Yeah.
2: <laughs> oh yeah, we, we then cut to Wilton. He's like chilling in his you know bachelor pad or whatever. And he like picks up the phone and he's like hey there's this uh chinese cop i guess that's uh coming around bugging me he needs uh he needs to have an accident can you uh can you make that happen you know what i mean <laughs> all right back and uh, okay oh let's talk about his bachelor pad though like, uh, yeah. the conversation pit that you Yes, the
0: conversation pit in the middle with the orange shag carpet and, and the, the burnt the... orange couch and the brown the mural
3: chairs, right it's, um the, the matching bird orange chairs too right that all the yes. furniture was that same kind of pleathery looking orange stuff that was
0: yes with awesome. the, those long those long uh, aluminum legs
2: yeah well, the <laughs> giant fireplace the full bar
0: look babe all I, kinds
2: of guns and weapons all over the I place i would be into
0: a conversation pit
2: well okay <laughs> you got a place to put one of those babe. <laughs>
0: Well, that's why I want to buy that nine foot by nine foot couch that uh, Stork and Peacock have. <laughs> Shout out to Stork and Peacock. It's
2: more of a I conversation have... mesa, though. Like
0: <laughs> it is, yeah. <laughs> uh,
2: but yeah, uh, what happens over here? Oh, yeah. So then, uh, then we cut to room 3104 or whatever at some uh, local hotel. Knock, knock. Who is it? Two bad dudes getting their ass kicked by Lane, oh! apparently. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the, the, it was like the most uneventful fight in the world. It basically, like he opens the door. And there's these two guys like standing by the side, and they like swing at him. He's like, "Nope, pat pat, done." All right, cool. We then cut to the morning when he's doing like his morning katas for like a minute or two. Yeah. And uh, and this is where as he's doing his katas, then he like glances over, and there's this like dove in a tree, and he's like staring at it for a bit, and the dove just flies off, and then like fades to somebody hang gliding yeah and then fades back to a dove <laughs> and it's like oh okay we then cut to him calling carolyn of course uh his uh his friend with the hang gliders because like oh i might have an idea i don't know or right? or maybe just reminds him of her i don't know it's not really explained that much
0: well and then at this point i realized steve and i have been watching too many of those trashy survival shows because my first oh, thought geez. was he's <laughs> gonna catch that dove and eat it. <laughs> it's <laughs> like that one, I'm just like why hasn't he grabbed it yet he's fast enough to grab it he's proven this <laughs> it's
2: definitely within range
0: oh because this is like a pigeon of peace not not a food source So
2: <laughs> <laughs> a peek inside my wife's mind
0: <laughs> <laughs> everything is beautiful and delicious Steve
2: Ooh, speaking of beautiful and delicious when he calls Carolyn she's uh-huh. lying in bed and she has a, a gentleman with her Who's just, you know, licking up those legs of
0: hers. (laughs) (laughs) I believe he's the best hang glider around. We're about to find out. That's right. He can stay up for hours.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Again, with the bad jokes. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So, yeah, they go to meet up at this, uh, you know, uh, cliff face or whatever, kind of by the ocean. And, yeah, there's all these hang gliders just doing the, the, the like, hovering that you can do when there's a wind coming off the ocean. Oh, God. That's right. When when he uh pulls up next to her, like coming off the road, he like takes the car and like oh. fucking side slides like Arr!
0: Oh, that did not look intentional. He did yeah. not have control of that vehicle.
2: <laughs> he came there like he was ready to like, I don't know, open fire on her or something. But uh yeah, basically yeah, they're talking about um, you know, um hang gliding and uh and then he starts like, Hey, I really want to talk to this uh Wilton guy. Do you do you know him? And she's like yeah, but you really don't want to mess with this guy, and I don't want to get involved with your thing. And he's like... And then uh, Link starts talking about, you know, where I come from. uh, We have praying mantis fights where we put them against other praying mantises. Oh, Okay. I really
0: thought you would enjoy it. We make two males fight for the affection of a female. My first thought was, he does not know how praying mantises operate. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this this isn't how these creatures work.
2: <laughs> yeah. Uh, we then cut to uh, William Tell shooting an apple off of a lady's head with a crossbow. Yeah. Except
3: uh, William Tell is, of course, George Lazenby with a mustache.
4: Yeah. <laughs>
3: And, and in the credits right the the person with the apt- aptly named target girl oh there you go
2: <laughs> uh see so yeah, he's having he's having some sort of i don't know social gathering like i don't know if it's supposed to be just a fundraiser or just a party or what but uh ling and carolyn they they just show up and crash it like just walk right in and you know <laughs> Wil- wilton's even like oh carolyn great to see you wasn't expecting you like how'd you know this was even happening
0: don't usually invite the press to these sorts of things
2: oh and, okay this whole scene like i know why it's here because we have to make the the suave villain like really yes really be, a villain he has but, to be
0: evil for no reason i guess for reasons
2: but he's uh he, he, oh, there's a bunch of comments where he's like well you know chinese make the best servants and stuff like that oh and, yeah
0: like uh look here china man i know your language <laughs> i know your people i know
2: your martial uh, arts i know your
0: martial arts especially your martial arts <laughs> i can beat you at your own game
2: oh the, the one that really got me is like hey how about a, a martial arts exposition since we're we're both uh you know masters of it blah 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 and he's like I don't want to. I don't, I didn't come here to fight or whatever. I'm like, well, why did you come then? No, uh, but right? yes. you where know, Why are I'm you really here? unfortunate yellow joke in there too? But. Yeah, he says, uh, "What was it like? Uh, I've never met a Chinaman yet that didn't have a yellow
3: streak." And I'm like, "Oh, dude,
0: not the most racist joke in this movie." Though. No, no, well, no.
3: I, I'm not to get too far ahead of ourselves, but do you think that was um, Angelica's? coming up oh oh god yes okay yeah yeah Yeah. i think that one was the worst
0: (laughs) yeah 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 well we'll get to it that's that's the worst one
2: yeah (laughs) and i
0: think that may tie into one of the other fun facts about this movie and our Uh, star yeah yeah yeah
2: oh a lot of fun stuff guys again the book is adventures in the b movie trade after you buy all of richard and his wife's books make sure you get uh ranch richard smiths
0: In, in fact richard don't you have a new book coming out
3: Um I've got, yeah. Um, I've got one that just came out and another one coming out in August. So um the the one that just came out, um, Rachel and I wrote it's um conspiracy theories in the time of coronavirus. And then um in August, the um Josh Hader and I did an edited collection called Punk Rock and Philosophy. It's a series of essays on on punk rock. Uh, That's that's available for pre-order now
0: excellent
3: and, and where would we go to uh, order that so you get the most money um i was gonna amazon but but if you know the better of the two is the conspiracy theory book because i'm splitting the royalties with my wife for that one <laughs> <laughs> the another go. one i'm splitting the royalties with somebody who i don't have community property with
0: <laughs> <laughs> excellent
3: there you go
2: all right um so we got? Uh, so, uh, so yeah so after the uh yellow street joke uh yeah they fight and then, like, five gardeners with, like, pitchforks and hose and stuff come in and start fighting, too. And,
3: and one guy with just a little claw, right? <laughs> was he down yeah. on his knees making nice little rows? Well, you know, to put the, ball yeah. in, the rest of them were digging. And- yeah, he, he, he was planting
2: petunias or whatever, you know, really getting in there. And then all of a sudden, uh, I don't know, uh, George Lazeby snapped his fingers and they're like, Yeah. <laughs> he starts noticing like all the gardeners have like the, the, the same like forearm dragon tattoo as uh grant page did. And then he uh, basically like at the end of this, like uh Ling, like pulls out like a tossing knife after he hit one dude, he had it ready to throw at Lazenby, but Lazenby had the crossbow out and and I'm waiting for them to just both throw. And then Carol like steps in the middle to stop them. I was really expecting an arrow to come out the front of her
3: face. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, with the tossing knife there's a little bit of a claim to this being a ninja movie if you guys wanted to use that to stretch the point oh absolutely
2: yeah 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 it was totally, was totally your ninja moment like i, I i'm assuming uh, a, lot, a lot of ninja training involved but it's just not on display because I, apparently you can't be a ninja cop you have to you have to be like a samurai cop uh, yeah yeah uh, he's a ninja cop <laughs> or a wolf cop or a robo cop i don't know <laughs> but no ninja cops, Steve.
0: They're all just cop movies. Oh,
2: uh, Karate Cop. Karate there Cop. <laughs> There's a great movie. Oh, Karate Cop. Available <laughs> on YouTube.
0: Watch the MST3K one, people.
2: Let's see. Oh, yeah. So, so yeah, the fighting stops. <laughs> you know, Carolyn's like, okay, we'll just leave that. And I'm like, is, is that how that's going to end? All right, cool, cool. <laughs> Meanwhile, Ling's like bleeding out of his <laughs> everywhere because he just got whooped a little bit uh we then cut to night at the martial arts center and uh we actually get a really cool stunt here where uh i i I don't don't know if it's jimmy wing Yu or his stand-in or whatever uh he has to get up to like the 10th floor where the martial arts center is and we see him like climbing up the the like drainage pipes of of this like brick building yeah this is really impressive i that is one thing like like okay this movie the story's kind of you know whatever cliche or whatever but the stunts fantastic 10, ten plus on the stunts. oh yeah absolutely <laughs> yeah and so eventually ling he uh like goes in through the window and he's in the martial arts dojo or whatever and uh we see uh we see a man on the phone we realize it's the director brian trenchard smith <laughs> and he's on the phone talking about uh you know oh yeah 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 i get a hold of mr wilton oh he's busy all right we'll tell him it's a message from the martial arts or whatever and then he hears a noise because uh lings you know touching everything as he's sneaking around and then there's a fight and then like eight other dudes show up and like he just starts whooping on people and then they start grabbing like the weapons and stuff off the walls like these spears and swords and bow staffs and all kinds of shit and he uh ling gets like his arm cut Uh, i think he gets stabbed in the torso I don't know if he got hit in the leg again or his leg wound just reopened from get the day before, but yeah, there's just a lot of fighting going on for like seven eight minutes, um, and he ends up killing like three dudes with a spear. <laughs> and I'm like, all right, now now the toll death toll's rising. <laughs> he like knocks them all on the ground because you know like three of them are dead, and like five of them are like lying on the ground. Oh, God, I can't move. And he goes down the hallway to like I don't know, hop on the elevator and leave. And there's two more guys that pop up but they're like you know in their their leisure suits or whatever <laughs> like they just came back from the disco like hey what the hell's going on out here yeah <laughs> uh, see so he whoops them hops in the elevator Brian trenchard smith comes back and yeah! like jumps down there to fight him on top of the elevator but unfortunately he's a better director than a fighter and he gets like <laughs> I don't know curb stomped on top of there
0: I believe in the making of documentary we found out that nobody else wanted to do these scenes and get beat up yeah so Brian Richard Smith was like whatever I'll do it I can get punched for a couple of days <laughs>
2: <laughs> and then uh, and then Lee he gets to the front door oh shit it's still locked even from the inside huh? so then he dives through the glass window psh, or the, the glass door I guess. Psh, and uh basically <laughs> then a van's driving by and he like yeah. just kind of grabs onto the side like a sidecar or something and rides <laughs> off with it
0: <laughs>
2: and of course this is where i'm like well i know we're bobby and davido fit into this movie <laughs> the Grand ben podcast.
0: shout out to Grandpa. that's
2: right uh but then he starts like kind of like crawling up to the window like peeking oh. in and they're like Oh, it's two uh, ladies in here. And they're like,
1: what are you doing? Are you okay? We need to get you to a hospital. No, doctors.
2: He, uh, it's like this uh, Australian chick. And uh, where did you say the girl was from? Like Singapore or
0: something? I don't remember. But, but he's,
2: he's like talking to the the Singapore girl. Uh, I, I, I guess in Mandarin because they both speak it or something. I don't know. Um, but basically she's like, oh, yeah. He says we can't take him to a hospital because these men will have him killed. He's a really nice man. We should take care of him somehow. And I'm, like, and I'm like, okay, so where are they taking him? We then cut to the morning, six hours later, where he's been yeah. bleeding out. And yeah. they well, like,
0: <laughs> they were coming back from the bar. They were super drunk. They're not yeah. going to make past the DOI checkpoint. They had to go home and sleep it off.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sleep it off for a couple hours, then go out to the Australian country.
0: Exactly. Uh,
2: but yeah, apparently they go to uh, the Australian girl's dad's place. And he's a, he's a veterinarian surgeon all yeah. right that, that, that's great
0: look babe if you were bleeding <laughs> to death and said no doctors i'd go find a vet okay
2: well good to know <laughs> <laughs> do we have one nearby like how close should i I
0: think there's a couple in the valley there's got to be somebody who works on those bison oh. down the road oh yeah
2: there's got to be and okay. the yak
0: somebody's got to work on the yaks <laughs> take me to a yak doctor <sighs> <laughs> hi yak farm who's your vet <laughs> well you do it mostly in-house do you do commission? take commissions?
2: <laughs> yeah, so the so yeah, her dad's, you know, checking him out cuz he he's he's passed out at this point like they like lay him down on a slap or whatever. And, uh, and the, this and the uh, he's, he's like got the stethoscope like listening. He's goodness. like, "My god, it's like he can control his own heartbeat and <laughs> you know, keep from dying." <laughs> yeah.
0: He's man, must have a tremendous will.
2: Yeah. I'm like, "Get the fuck out of here." <laughs> uh <laughs> <laughs> it's a martial arts skill.
0: Yeah.
2: Gee, G. Steve, what part of the movie do you think this guy wrote? Yeah, I'm thinking this part. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I don't
2: do the scene unless you say I have godlike control over my
0: body at all times. Yes the the ma- the martial arts of not dying while unconscious.
2: Yeah, that's right. Uh, so yeah, so we then got to a little later, and he like wakes up, and the the daughters just in there like staring at him
0: you're the most beautiful creature i've ever seen yeah my dad works on horses
2: (laughs) 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 and what a man (laughs) uh and she's like yeah here's some uh ginseng uh ginseng soup that i made and he's like sipping on it and she's just sitting there like staring like four feet from him (laughs) and uh (sighs) yeah meanwhile uh gross uh yeah know Gr- gross and taylor they're they're trying to find ling so they go and like ask carolyn like if she knows where he is and of course she's like yeah i don't know any i'm just some chick that he banged i, I don't know what he's doing right? <laughs> and then we cut back to uh ling and um uh what's the girls angelica that's right that's the girl's okay. name in the, in the van uh but they're like horseback riding and we get this like montage while this uh
1: Baby, baby, I think I love you
3: song is playing. <laughs> I don't know. There's This the song was called A Man is a Man is a Man.
0: That's right. Oh. A man is a man is a man. <laughs> baby, baby, I think I love you. Always thinking of
4: you. A man is a man is a man. Wasting time with these expressions. I should have known
2: okay, this montage is fantastic. It's like a music video because it's like the full three-minute song or whatever. And there's like a scene where they're like just strolling around, I guess, the back of uh, her dad's property or whatever. And there's this like pipe. And uh, she like comes up through a hole in the, the top of the pipe <laughs> or whatever. And he's like doing this like dance, like you know, like a snake charmer. Like she's coming out there like... And then it legitimately looks like she's stuck. <laughs> she's like, I, I can't move cut maybe <laughs> <laughs> Oh but then uh but then towards the end of the music video we get the uh the Pound Town scene where you know we see her taking off her t- taking off her top and showing her boobs Ooh. and then they're like lying there and uh
0: oh this, this is where we where get, the, we get the, the jokes yeah,
2: yeah. uh Richard do you
3: want to take this one um no i really don't <laughs> <laughs>
0: that is the uh, appropriate answer is he how about you well, so before she takes off her <laughs> top there he's talking about how he really is gonna have to get back to hong kong soon and oh, she's yeah, like yeah. oh no uh, well that's a shame because i think i love you but i guess i'll get you back um do you feel well enough for me to make love to you
2: i think i could stand the pain yeah
0: uh yeah and then he, he said something I forget what... He said something about Chinese girls.
2: No, he, yeah, so he said something uh, about Australian girls, and it's like,
0: well... Oh, would you oh, do you prefer for, chinese girls uh, do a little you plastic, surgery? plastic surgery surgery and, and then, does the yeah. eye
2: thing and uh no
0: really cringy and he laughs and then this is also we remembered the fun fact he despised apparently all of his female co- co-workers yeah. apparently he's incredibly misogynistic and looked down on every woman on set to the point that it made everyone on set uncomfortable
2: <laughs> yeah apparently for this scene uh let's see imdb let's see here what it says uh, he played a joke on her by pretending to eat live flies right before their love scene.
3: Wow. Yeah. Yeah, so the the, the the setup for the joke was, she was asking why he had to go back, why he wouldn't just leave it alone. And he said, you would understand if you were Chinese. And so. Oh, that's, that's right. Uh, he had to do the horrible impression with her eyes. And, oh. you know, yeah. the, the things that
2: fun stuff but pound town uh, boobs good stuff you know
3: it's a 70s it's a action movie you gotta have it in there somewhere right, <laughs> right and yeah. then the reprise of a man is a man is a man just in case you hadn't heard that enough for the four minutes it lasted the first time Yeah, because
0: he's so manly
3: he is a man- yeah,
0: you're a man manny man man. <laughs> man 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 <laughs> man
2: uh, that was my alarm for a long time guys it, oh. <laughs> it
0: was <laughs> what movie is that from save
2: oh it's orgasmo of course <laughs> uh let's see what happened here? Oh, yeah so yeah Wil- wilton he uh he wants ling stopped because he's like why is my entire business shut down because one guy is coming through and whooping everybody's butt uh, and then uh so now uh, ling is you know like hey I-, I need you to take me back to town like okay cool let's hop in the van and apparently, like they pull out of the farm and there's like three guys, like like two cars and a motorcycle, like waiting for him. And I'm like, wait, if they knew he was there, why didn't they just go in and take care of him? But look, Steve,
0: know. veterinary offices are hallowed ground.
2: Oh, I see. It's like <laughs> it's it's holy ground, it's like it's yeah. like vampires, they can't exactly. go. Exactly. Okay. See,
0: this guy gets it.
3: Yeah, so. And who knows what well-trained fighting animals are in there, just ready to to pounce on them? Oh, right?
0: yeah, yeah, I some mean, sort of like
2: llama that like does spin kicks and stuff. Right?
0: What if he has geese?
2: Oh, the most vicious animal. <laughs>
0: there are two things that cannot that cannot be defeated in any movie: a goose and a net. There's
2: probably a lot of nets, in and the there's probably
0: too. a lot of nets. He's a veterinarian. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so... <laughs> So yeah, so the motorcycle and the two cars they're uh, they're following the van, and then the motorcycle we see it like drive up and it has something in its hand, and just drives by and just dunk little magnet on the back of the van and like boop, boop, drives in boop, front boop, of it and boop, boop, and I don't boop, know Ling like sees them going by like huh that's kind of weird, boom back of the van explodes <laughs> and it goes barreling down a hill like rolling
0: yeah get a good van stunt here
2: yeah and uh you know when it comes down the bottom the van's you know burning a little bit uh we see unfortunately uh angelica's dead
0: oh and no the only australian woman he's ever loved
2: except for carolyn
0: except for i don't know he <laughs> may have changed the genetics of australia who knows
3: <laughs> that's what angelica gets for being a racist that's you know it was- yeah, right, <laughs>
0: right?
3: <laughs> that, that, that's
2: why they had her do the joke so like when she dies it's not like completely crushing to the movie but
3: yeah uh, <laughs> But, I also but yeah. that's why they had caroline in bed with the other guy so you could believe you know 30 minutes later that he was maybe really in love with angelica yeah
0: yeah, yeah. <laughs> well and then <laughs> not we also, just another thing we also had to introduce uh why caroline like uh knew the best hang glider in all of australia yeah yeah true <laughs>
2: Yeah, but uh, oh yeah, so so Ling uh, takes Angelica's corpse and kind of hides the both of them behind a tree because you know the other cars pull up to like I don't know confirm the kill because as they're like looking down the van the van explodes like three times <laughs> and like all right well he's dead cool and they drive off. And then Ling goes up to the road, steals a car, and chases after him. And I'm like, "Oh, no,
0: carjacks a car? He oh, yeah, carjacks. Yeah, carjack. Yeah, yeah, he doesn't just steal it.
2: Yeah, jumps in front of the car, slows down. Like, you okay, mate? And, like, gets tossed what? out of the air and drives off. Like, oh, come on, dude, you're the hero. Don't do this. <laughs> but uh, uh motorcycle. Uh, eventually, like he's chasing down the cars, and they like kind of notice. So the motorcycle goes back. And then just randomly like swerves off the road into a lake in a pretty sweet little stunt, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, but then all the other cars, uh, you know, he's chasing them down the road, they start trading paint.
4: Yeah. And, uh,
2: and then one of the cars goes through like a billboard in the hairline and explodes. <laughs> god there's this one stunt where they're like driving through a construction site yeah. and one of the construction workers like rolls up onto the hood because he gets hit by one of the cars yeah. and I'm like well, I hope that was planned uh. yeah
0: that <laughs> didn't look planned but the guy did look like a stunt guy so I don't know
2: <laughs> Yeah, um, and they like drive through a picnic <laughs> and then they end up driving through a fucking house
0: <laughs> yeah and there's a guy on the roof
3: yeah and, and the house doesn't collapse right it's <laughs> like load right? bearing beams um yeah must have must
2: have just missed them i guess uh but yeah once it goes through the house uh yeah it like runs into something and explodes and so it's like all right cool and then and then like the driver of that car like gets out and he's like on fire and ling is like standing over him as he's burning and it, it's a real dude on yeah. fire with like you know all the you know, safety precautions and all that but you know you see it's a guy on fire and he's just yeah, kind of just standing lame. there staring him down and then just walks off back to the car and drives right? off <laughs> brutal yes yeah, so he drives off uh wilton gets a call and he's like hey how's it going you what how could you not there was three guys fully loaded <laughs> damn it you know <laughs> damn
4: it damn it, damn it.
2: And then we see Ling pulling back into Sydney in this car that's just smoking because, <laughs> you know, he's been, been through a house and stuff, you know.
0: Oh, my God. that 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 is just such a power move. The, like getting back in the trashed car and driving off. Yeah. Like. <laughs> uh,
2: but then uh, then we see uh, uh, Lazenby Wilton or whatever. Um, he basically is like, hey. No calls. Don't don't let anybody in the building. You know we're going on lockdown. He like closes his panic door and all that. But then uh, then we see Ling. He gets to a phone. He's calling up uh, Carolyn. What, whatever would he be calling her for? Wait for it. <laughs> And we see Wilton back in his bachelor pad. He like opens up this giant safe that's just full of weapons and explosives and cocaine and I'm assuming cash, like everything in this giant safe. And then we see Ling gliding, like being pulled by a powerboat, just hang gliding o- over Sydney for like three yeah. or four minutes.
3: Yeah. And uh, A well-hung glider, right? Um, yeah. The well-hung. <laughs> out if you need to.
2: <laughs> yeah and then um what there? oh yeah uh, this is where izzy was uh <laughs> we, we see uh wilton he's uh, just chilling there like looking at his fireplace do, making like jack and cokes or whatever he's <laughs> <laughs> noticing there's like one scene where he's like sipping on it and he kind of gives it a weird look like oh well, coke's a little flat uh, but
0: eh. <laughs> flat coke no, well, I'm not going to waste it.
2: <laughs> not, worth, <laughs> not worth risking going out there for a fresh one.
0: We've all been there, right?
2: Yeah, yeah of course. Of that,
0: course. <laughs> that meme, a uh, woman waits for her ice to melt to have a second, slightly worse drink.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, back to the hang gliding and uh, lands on the roof of uh, Wilton's office building or whatever. And then immediately gets like shot, like ah, like shot in the arm or whatever. And I'm like, well, that was easy.
0: Uh, <laughs> the end. <laughs>
2: yeah. But yeah, it ba- basically ends up. Uh, yeah, he en- beats up the one dude till he's unconscious or whatever. Uh, yeah, yeah, ever written down, gets shot, but apparently not enough. And uh, then he, at, uh, there's like the this rope for was like the window wiper device yeah. or whatever. And he like lets the rope down because oh okay cool he's gonna swing in but then there is the shot where he's like going out to like i don't know he has to go on this like little cantilever thing to then like reach down and grab the rope but he kind of like slips and it's like whoop and like catches himself and i'm like i hope that's planned <laughs> but right? but yeah pulls himself up gets to the rope and then the next thing we see is him swinging in the window into lays and bees pimp pad yeah, and, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, and of course Lazenby is like what the hell and like has a machine gun but like I don't know isn't fast enough to like shoot him with it instead like they roll on the ground a little bit and they're fighting and then just start shooting up his apartment go, 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 go. you see all these squibs going off on the wall like vases exploding and all kinds of stuff and uh, secretary uh, uh, sorry, secretary security is sent up because you know I, 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 I guess the the bullet alarm went off in the apartment. I don't know. Yeah, we just get this nice little fight scene between uh, Lazenby and Ling, and uh, Lazenby gets like kicked into the fireplace,
3: and he is literally on fire. James Bond is on yes. fire. <laughs>
4: and That's of not, course, it,
3: that was driving me nuts. Right, he's trying to take his jacket off, and he can't. Right, it's like it's just too complicated for him. He's so like on the so sleep, fun man. fact
0: on that scene, George Lazenby had never done a fire scene before. Like he'd always had stunt people do it, but they wanted him to do it for realsies and he was game. So they did it. And so they have this gel that they put on like the jackets to the, where the gel burns and it won't, it'll protect your skin. Apparently they took too long setting up the shot and the gel dried. So he couldn't get the jacket off because he was literally being burned.
3: Yeah. Oh, wow. I just, a you know, people are listening and they find themselves in this circumstance. Roll around on the ground. Don't try to take your jacket off. Stop,
0: <laughs> drop, and roll, folks. Stop, get drop, a, and roll.
3: Blanket, wrap yourself up in it. Smother the fire. Yeah. That's what I learned from this movie. Yeah. <laughs> uh,
2: but, uh, yeah, yeah, basically, Wilton gets whooped, uh, it, you know, after being set on fire. And uh, Ling, he, like, goes in, like, checks out the safe because, you know, it's still <laughs> wide open. And he, uh, you know, tastes the heroin because, you know, again, that's how you do it, I guess. And then he notices there's like grenades and stuff. So he grabs one of those, walks over to an unconscious Wilton, puts the grenade in his mouth, starts taping it up, you know, so he can't like spit it out or tear it off or whatever. And then uh, Wilton starts coming to and he's like, and, and he goes in this whole speech where he's like, you know, in Hong Kong we settle a disputes over lunch. So I figured I'd give you this for a meal. Uh, but there's a 90 second uh, timer on it. Once I pull this clip, you know, you know, the little ring or whatever on the grenade. And uh, so I'll pull this clip, kick you in that safe. And then 90 seconds later, you explode. Unless you sign this confession that I already have prepared for you, <laughs> to, like admit all your wrongdoings or else. And, uh, I don't know. It me like, uh, or Wilton's like, uh, sh- sure, dude, where, where where do I sign? Where do you want to do this? <laughs> so he signs it. Oh, he also put like uh, a thing of heroin, like uh Lang put like a thing of heroin in a shirt too. Yeah. And like this confession after it's signed. And then he's like, okay, pulls the pin, kicks <laughs> Wilton into the safe, yep. locks it behind him as security's popping up. And he's like, you know, beating them down. Uh, and you, you see like uh wilton he's in the safe like and like looks around and realizes there's all these claymores and like grenades and uh, I, I don't know cans of gasoline and shit i don't know what <laughs> and he's like what the hell uh and ling he like whoops a bunch of asses goes out on the rope and just zips down to the bottom of the building and uh Basically, Taylor and Gross are down there, and they're like, "Oh, what are you doing out here, mate?" And he's like, "I have a signed confession from Mister Wilton, and here's the proof." And I'm like, "That's just a piece of paper. You say he signed in a bag of heroin. If anything, you're going to jail."
3: But you're... you're to the point. Given what's about to happen, I don't think you need the confession anymore. Yeah, because then, boom, <laughs> the whole fucking floor explodes.
2: <laughs> Like it's, it's the Nakatomi Plaza, like. (laughs) (laughs)
3: And and right before that's Gross's other, um, you know, um, really corny joke, right? So he hands him the confession and the the smack and then Gross says something like, wow, how are you going to top that? Right. And then the, the upstairs blows up or the penthouse, you know, um, blows up, and then they all smile at each other, and they're like, really, "Hey, that's great!" Yeah, the cops just start laughing. Ah, ha, 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 ha. So
2: many people are dead. Ah, ha, 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 ha. Oh, sky! Ah,
3: cue the song, roll credits,
2: guys.
4: <laughs>
3: a great bench episode where Cindy tells a funny joke, and everybody's laughing. It's yeah, charming and uh, So yeah, guys, that's uh, that's the man from Hong Kong. Uh, Richard, would you recommend it? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, probably not as highly as as YouTube, um, based on your, <laughs> um, but you know, it, it was it was fun.
2: Yeah, just a fun like martial arts action movie. Like, don't I, I see it like a like a Tony. Oh, actually, it's a lot like Tony Jaws, The Protector. Yes. Where it's like, don't try to make sense of this uh, martial arts movie nope. set in Australia. Nope, just enjoy, <laughs> just <it for laughs> just enjoy the, the scenes. And the, yeah.
0: and, and the fight scenes. So yeah. Don't look at it for the character arts, Don't look at it for to see anybody like get growth or for drama or anything. Just watch it for some really incredible stunt scenes. <laughs>
3: yeah. Quality B movie stuff. It's, it's a nice mix of really good stunt scenes and then people sort of propelling themselves into tables when clearly nobody hit them and you know that's, yeah you
2: know. yeah somebody like motions their hand a little bit and they're like "Ah!" do like a jumping backflip through a fish tank and stuff And
3: well, yeah. at the, the you know um, the party at Lazenby's right there's the one guy Ugh. standing in front of the pool just waiting to be knocked into it you know his hands are down and his chins out and you know, <laughs> he's like I'm ready and, and, he, and then he launches back into it you know and so yeah um, you know good B movie stuff uh, plenty of so bad it's good combined with some actual good yeah and
2: and i would recommend guys we bought the uh the blu-ray for this movie from umbrella entertainment that also yes. comes with
0: specifically the umbrella entertainment version
2: yes yes because it comes with five other brian tranchard smith movies yes! including death cheaters which is about two stuntmen who become cops basically yes! uh stunt rock which is about stuntman grant his adventures in la along with uh, the 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 band Sorcery. If you don't know who Guys, Sorcery is, it's <laughs> magic.
0: It's a stunt <laughs> stuntman who are also musicians who are also magicians. Yeah, and it's spectacular. <laughs> uh,
2: Kung Fu Killers is on there. Yes. I see. I remember that being just a lot of like cool stunts with a, a loose plot around it. Yep. Uh, Danger Freaks, I think, is a documentary about. Yes. Uh,
0: um, australian
2: stuntmen yeah yeah mostly grant page but yeah like all australian stuntmen and uh the stuntmen which is another documentary that
0: was the one that's mostly grant page yeah yeah, yeah.
2: yeah so uh yeah check it out uh, on that note we're gonna take a quick commercial break <gasps> oh but when we come back <gasps> we have more beer what? fun facts <gasps> and what we learned from the man from hong kong Hey everybody, are you looking for the perfect stocking stuffer for the holidays? Do you like supporting the arts? Well, then you need to check out untidyvenus.etsy.com, the top one stop shop that always pops her top. Ah,
4: that's
2: so hot. Are you a fan of dinosaurs, snacks, dinosaurs made out of snacks, movie monsters, unicorns, cats, dogs, rats, shrimp, Pokemon, tie dye, paracord bracelets, paracord dog leashes, enamel pins, coloring books, block prints, watercolor, pet portraits?
1: I love the smell of movies in the morning.
2: There's no feeling in podcasts! There's no feeling in podcasts! This podcast will be quite operational when your friends subscribe. Feels. Real feels.
1: Not the feels! Not the feels!
2: Out of all the podcasts I've encountered, Real feels was
1: the most human. Hey, it's Drew. And Nathan. And Jack. Hey, guys, and we're The Real Feels Podcast. We come to you every other Wednesday with a brand new movie of a different genre every single time. So make sure to catch us on iTunes, Podbean, and any other podcatcher out there. You're the realist. And the feelist. Coming to yeah,
0: Hi, this is Dana Gould, and you're listening to Everything I Learned from Movies
1: on
3: your radio, phone, computer, television, or record player.
0: And we're back. Oh my God, Steve, this is the greatest ads that have read it. In the history of adding. Oh, she said it. I think it better every me. Sky
2: high. Right. ah babe i don't know about you
0: sky high would be hbh podcast
2: <laughs> yeah. weed sommeliers all right <laughs> babe i don't know about you
0: mm-hmm.
2: i'm a little thirsty
0: i'm still sober
2: well from proper brewing company here in salt lake city utah proper brewing. we have their hypothetical ipa with a picture <laughs> of uh, what looks like dr strangelove or no uh, young frankenstein
0: <laughs> yes yes young
2: frankenstein uh,
0: frankenstein
2: Frankenstein.
0: Frankenstein.
2: Yeah, uh, yeah, doing some uh, hop experiments. Seven uh, percent alcohol by volume, eighty IBUs
0: Ooh.
2: for a New England style. So it should be that, that means that it's easy, be right?
0: Pretty happy.
2: Oh, here we go. Mountain malt, flaked wheat, wheat malt, Azaka hops, El Dorado hops, and mosaic. Some of our faves. Oh,
0: We use the Azakas to make our. Uh, Torpedo clown.
2: Yep, sure did. Yeah, it should be pretty well. Let's find out. Uh Matop. Nice. And the poo.
0: Wow. Super, super pale beverage. Yeah, uh, looks really clear. Yeah. Has a beautiful white foamy head. Lots of tiny bubbles that <laughs> seem to be
4: lingering. Makes me happy. Ooh,
0: Ooh it smells yeah. really <clears> fresh. Yeah, real good. Like it smells it? like it smells like fresh hops. I don't believe it's not oh. I don't believe it's fresh hopped, but it smell it smells like it's you get like some of the oh, green wow. on it, definitely some of the pine. Yeah,
2: really hop forward, but no not citrus. like like super bitter, just kind of mm. actually really good flavor and stuff on it. Like
0: yeah, it's like almost more aroma hop than mm. like bittering hop. It's not too bitter. It doesn't feel you'll have that feeling like turpentine like some overly hopped beers can get
3: mm-hmm.
0: richard did you have a second beverage
3: um no i should grab one think I'll um i'll switch to the the voodoo ranger Ooh. yeah i'm waving someone to bring me one so <laughs> no worries it, it might be a moment yeah, no no worries. worries. This is no worries. a future
4: Steve yeah, problem. Don't
0: yeah. no <laughs> worry,
3: we'll cut That's all funny. this out. Yeah. <laughs> People here don't feel like they're at my beck and call. It's, it's the darndest thing.
0: Fabulous! You've got a uh, minions to do this for you.
3: Yeah, yeah. All right, I'm I'm in business here. All right,
0: all right. Well, let us
3: know how it is. I'm um, tasty.
0: Nice. <laughs> Love a good voodoo ranger. Yeah,
3: yeah, yeah. Tasty. Um, not cold. It's from the closet. So.
2: Oh, cool enough. Uh, yeah, room temp. You know. Yeah, cool.
3: I, you know. I I grew up drinking dink- um you know English beers at room temperature. So I, yeah, we
0: don't tend to refrigerate a ton of ours unless it specifically says to. We found room temp is a really enjoyable, like a good way to to I don't know get the full the full flavors.
3: Yeah, I like slightly chilled, um, but I I never plan in advance. <laughs> planning's overrated <laughs> uh, babe would you be
0: interested in any fun facts are they super fun facts because they're fun fun facts
3: well let's find out man I, I need more songs for my
2: podcast i'm just telling you <laughs> just make them up as you go that's what we do <laughs> <laughs> all right rotten tomatoes richard what do you think the critics thought of the man from hong kong Um.
0: 73 all right babe how about you do the critics think of the man from <laughs> 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 um uh see i will insider tip because i know brian trenchard smith considers this his most successful film <laughs> but i also know how people like how critics feel about ozploitation films but then again, it could be Australian critics, too. Ah, oh, so many so much judgment. I'm going to guess it's like just barely fresh at like 61.
2: Ladies and gentlemen, 100%
3: <gasps> on Rotten Tomatoes yes! with the critics.
0: Oh, uh, that makes me so how happy.
2: They finally got it right.
3: <laughs> <laughs> is, is, are there more than three critics
2: that, that weighed in? Yeah, yeah, I think it was like seven or eight. Like, like it was like the bare minimum. But it does say a hundred percent with the critics. On, uh, I'm going to
3: say if it's a hundred percent and there's only seven, then whatever I said, seventy-one is statistically significant. It's it's within. Yeah, it. yeah it's like five out of
2: seven. Yeah, yeah.
3: Well, it's, well, well creation I, with seven critics it would be like ninety. So.
2: Yeah, as as we say on this podcast, nobody cares about the critics, even though they got finally got it right this time. What about that audience score?
0: Oh it better be 100 <laughs>
2: 105 no how about
3: you I'll say 80. I, 80. I think the audience must have liked it audience score is 61 ah that was yeah. Yeah. oh
0: that was my other guess yeah right <laughs>
2: yeah. I, I wonder I, I may have to read like some of them just to be like yeah i watched this on the riff tracks and it was like no no you watched the man from harlem uh, not the man from hong kong <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I, it,
3: you know, it would have been in the 80s if there weren't three or four racist jokes.
2: Yeah. Oh, yeah. That, that, that'll that probably do it. <laughs> Those are some yeah. deal breakers. Yeah. But still fresh. Check it out, guys. Uh, budget of 535000 Australian dollars. No idea what that is in the U.S. Um, yeah, buy the Blu-ray. I have that noted on here. The film was intended to star Bruce Lee before his untimely passing in 1973. Oh. So it was written with him in mind. Oh my God. If Bruce Lee was the man from Hong Kong.
3: What? <laughs> was he signed on to do it? I mean, what, I, I the difference I, between intended for and, you know, set to star.
2: I, I'll, I, I'd will i have to read the book again to remember exactly what it was, but it was definitely like on his desk. <laughs> like to be made or something when, when, when he passed. But then again, there was probably like 50 other movies before then. Cause you know, but uh, yeah, man, what could have been? Uh, let's see. The actor billed as Hung Kam-po, Samo Hung, uh, who appears in Win- as Win Chan, okay. Samo Hung. Okay, uh, <laughs> was also the movie's martial arts choreographer and coordinator. There you go.
0: All right.
2: Yeah, I had the little role there at the beginning. Uh, the only film to feature a fight scene on top of Uluru and a- slash Ayers Rock. Such a feat would not be imp- would now be impossible. As it was closed to climbers on October 29th, 2019, in compliance with the wishes of the Aboriginal people of the area, the Pijantajara Anangu, uh, who, who consider the site sacred. Yep, nailed it on the first try. So, yeah, there you go. Oh, uh, Also,
0: fun fact. what bleh, Oh, my God. uh mm-hmm from big trouble in little china carter oh carter wong carter wong is in this movie yeah
2: carter wong shows up for the one scene he's the uh the guy standing in front of wilton's office door that uh
0: <laughs> just gets tossed just to gets the side. tossed
2: yeah beaten and tossed <laughs> aside for to no avail
0: who's carter wong he's thunder from big trouble in little china
2: you're nowhere
0: <laughs> i can help you yeah. love him
2: yeah Uh, Jimmy Wang Yu was injured during filming when he crashed his hang glider into rocks in uh, Sydney Harbor. He fell 100 feet from the disabled glider onto a sand dune. Wait, which was it? Uh, Anyway, rocks are a sand dune. uh, I will say sand dune in the harbor. Uh, The accident left him knocked unconscious and according to the audio commentary, he was absent from filming for two days. There you go. That's pretty good recovery time. Yeah, no yeah. oh, yeah. If I fell a hundred feet onto rocks in Sydney Harbour, or even a sand dune, it'd be like, "Well, I'm taking a week." <laughs> or just really
3: little rocks. So I think I think it can be both. Oh yeah, good
2: point. Good point. Uh, car chases in this picture were shot on open roads without any official permits or permission. <laughs> Clearly, <laughs> that sounds about right. Uh, director Brian Trenchard-Smith set himself on fire. Uh, to demonstrate to uh George Lazenby that being on fire was a stunt that could be done. And then uh-huh. during the final during wow. the final fight George Lazenby did the stunt where his character catches fire and goes on fighting only it goes wrong when he's unable to get his burning jacket off the take of him struggling is kept in the movie uh suffered minor burns to his arm for doing it. There you go not too bad. Yeah, but, but what what a price to pay to be on uh, on on I'm, I'm solenoid master a celluloid masterpiece like this right in on uh, 1975 this movie's main theme song sky high by jigsaw went to number three on the u.s billboard charts uh number nine in the uk number two in new zealand and in 1976 was number two in japan
4: yeah
2: yeah And the movie was retitled The Dragon Flies for its American release in the U.S. Uh, Oh boy. But we've come to the most important part. What did we learn
3: from the man from Hong Kong? Uh, Richard, as our guest, would you like to go first? Um, Yeah, I learned a number of things. One, if you catch on fire, you know, you can't say this enough, roll around on the floor, Roll around inside a blanket, smother the fire, don't don't try to take your your jacket off. Um, two, um, if you're going to be in a movie and you're going to be nude, partially nude, top, bottom, whatever, um, tan first, right? It, it's, it's just you know the, the right thing to do for for everybody. Um, three, jigsaw, um, basically was just a ripoff of the raspberries, but but that one was pretty catchy. <laughs> um Or even if it's socially acceptable at the time to make racist jokes, um, later you're you're going to be sorry you did. Just leave them out of your movie. um Leave them out of your life. Try try not to be a racist. Um,
4: yeah,
3: I guess that's it. I, I learned those four things. That's excellent. Oh, and, that, and that anybody can be a really good hang glider if they have sex with someone who's a really good hang glider. Early. <laughs> it's
2: sexually transmitted, is what you're saying. <laughs> I got the hang ice. <laughs> right, how about you, babe?
0: Um, I learned that there are secret caches of martial artists slash ninjas hidden in every city. Yeah. Uh, I learned from this movie, but also several other ones, don't trust those ex-James Bonds. They always become villains.
2: It's true. <laughs> oh, Roger Moore in the Quest and...
0: Roger Moore in uh, Escape from Athena. I'm yeah.
2: sure <laughs> Sean Connery was a bad guy in something.
0: Uh, what's the one with Catherine Zeta-Jones?
2: Oh, Entrapment? It's yeah. not
0: exactly a good guy.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> How would like, you, Steve? What did you learn?
2: Well, I learned uh, <laughs> the best way to get out of being uh, choked with a phone cord is by grabbing the groin. Yeah. Uh Let's see what else. Uh, I also learned... I think I could stand the pain (laughs) (laughs) and also watch out for that one rock in the road.
0: (laughs) Yep. That one rock
2: because all cars explode like immediately. Richard, how did you ever survive the seventies with those goddamn
3: death machines fully loaded with explosives? I I literally have no idea. Um, You know, I, I wasn't, all there for the seventies. And so
0: <laughs> he enjoyed them thoroughly.
3: I, yeah, <laughs> Things just missed me that I didn't even see. Um, but, but yeah, I, I did have some experiences in muscle cars. that probably should have gone worse. So. Uh, yeah. We've all been there. <laughs> oh, I'm
0: so glad the EPA stopped allowing cars to be just made out of explosives.
2: Right.
0: <laughs> the end of the plastic car.
2: Yeah, well, Richard, Thank you so much for joining us here on everything I learned from movies. Um, sure. I understand
3: you also have a podcast. Yep. I, I think they're far in We're, we're going to make up a snappy song and um, you know, that's <laughs> the first thing I learned. So uh,
4: yeah,
3: having me on. Oh so. shit. There we go. Yeah. <laughs> Loads of fun.
2: Excellent. Yeah. And you, and you have plenty of books to buy on amazon.com. Under,
3: um, uh, yeah. To go to my author page. Um, you know, Pick the one that looks the shiniest.
4: That's,
3: um, that, that's Richard Green. Yeah. I I'm believe you can also find them.
0: some of those books over at the local artisan collective here in Ogden, Utah.
3: Oh. Oh yeah, yeah. There's there's a handful of them on the, the shelf there. So excellent. And do
2: you have a uh, uh like, like a Twitter social media hashtag and all that for I think they're a for a fan?
3: Um yeah, but I don't know what it is. Um <laughs> we're we're on Twitter and Instagram and Facebook and somebody else does it. I think if you type in, I think they're for a fan Twitter, that um, somehow you might get there.
2: Yeah, guys, guys, it's all on the internet. Do, Do a little work, all right?
0: Yeah, you can do this. Come on. He's the talent.
2: I <laughs> hey, about you. Are you on social media at all?
0: I am. You can find me everywhere at Untidy Venus. That's a goddess who's bad at housekeeping. I'm on all the social medias at Untidy Venus. I also have an Etsy shop where I sell my goods and wares at untidyvenus.etsy.com. And all I have a Patreon at Untidy Venus over on Patreon. Come and join my sticker of the month club. $4 a month. I will mail you a sticker. That I designed every single month and a little handwritten card. Yeah. Steve, where can we find you?
2: Oh, well, of course you can find us on all the major podcatchers under Everything I Learned From Movies or hit us up directly on Twitter, Facebook, and Patreon at Movies. That's everything, everything I Learned, I Learned From, From Movies. movies. Uh, hit up the
0: local artisan collective. A lot of great yeah. artists and stuff out there. Um, well, Tomorrow at the time of this here recording, we're going to be teaching a class on how to podcast. That's right. And uh,
2: we're probably going to be taking that virtual. So uh, yeah. if you've been thinking about starting a podcast, but want to ask, <laughs> I don't know, people that have started on thousands of episodes of these mm-hmm. things. and we're,
0: we're technically in the top 5% of podcasts. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's, Quantity that's, that's over like, quality. It's like the top,
2: what, 3 million or whatever, <laughs> but <laughs> I'm okay with it. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Hit us up. We'll, uh, send you all the details.
0: I believe one of our fellow podcasters did the math and to be in the top 5% of podcasts, you simply have to be more than five years old and have more than a hundred episodes. Oh yeah.
3: Yeah. That's so, us, baby. So that's us, baby. Based on Downloads.
0: I mean, yeah, <laughs> I, I don't know. I, yeah, I don't know. We, we found a weird metric and we're going with it. <laughs> we got listed on some website, so we're going to go with it. <laughs>
3: That's right. Uh, yeah, we're we're in something like the ninety eight percent. So we're
0: oh nice.
3: Yeah, but the what I mean by that is, um, you know, we're with the other ninety eight percent, ranging from people with no downloads to more than us, but not the the two percent that are doing better than the ninety eight percent.
0: Oh, yeah, no, I think we're in the 98 percentile
3: oh, yeah, as yeah, well. Yeah, we're... yeah totally. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I arbitrarily chose that number. I'm just saying there's a group ah. of podcasters that are 98 percent, that 2 percent are doing better than than, and we're somewhere in that 98 so percent. We might be in the 12th percentile for all I know, but that's part of the the lower 98. That's right. Well, get, get us both in that top 2 percent. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> Yeah, I think ours is trending in a different direction, to be honest. <laughs> well, it's because you, it's, it's you take
2: time off, man.
0: <laughs> what? what? Uh, we but you guys we do an...
2: two episodes a week, every single week for the last, what, six years now?
0: <laughs> you have an IMDB? Wait, they have what? an IMDB. What the hell? We do? You do? You're on yeah. IMDB.
3: Are we? I,
0: I don't think that's real. It is. It's Uh, right here. Episode guide. Yeah, that's the logo. Yeah, Rachel Robinson Green and Richard Green. Yeah.
3: Wait a minute. This is news to me.
0: I just googled (laughs) it. All right, I'm looking at.
3: Somebody signed you up. All right. So what? What? How do I find this? Um,
0: I just looked up. um, I think they're for a fam ranking. Uh, Here, I could send you your IMDb. I, I do not believe we are on IMDb, babe. Oh yeah, there we are. yeah hey what do you know you're Um,
3: listed as a talk show some 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 people are called stars how the hell did that happen well it's it's all these people that have been on they all have imdb pages yeah what the hell we're not at all we we could
2: get ourselves on everybody's imdb page we just gotta make ourselves page now
0: unfortunately you are listed below the taylor swift fan podcast
3: Oh that's, that's where we belong this this is.
2: <laughs> I'll be below Taylor Swift any day. <laughs> anyway, on, on that creepy note, I'm Steve
3: and I'm Izzy. Yeah, well, thanks for the good news and thanks for having me on. Anytime. Absolutely.
2: And this is
3: everything, everything I, learned I learned from
2: movies. movies. Have a good night, everybody. Hey,
3: everybody. Cheers.